Welcome back to the Life Recovery Podcast. Um, it's me, Serena Hussein, and I have some returning guests. Um, you've heard from them before. I will let them introduce themselves only because um, if you say your name, then the listeners will know who they're listening to when you're talking. Yeah. Right. I, I kind of realised that I uh, missed something there when I was introducing you earlier. So, Daisy. Hi. Um, I am part of the What You're Saying team. I'm the part- participation manager. Um, and I am also an independent spoken word poet. And I also work in drama and theatre. Brap. And who me? I'm who me. <laughs> Founder of What You're Saying. Yeah, that's me. Can I ask <laughs> you a question? Where did the name idea come from? What, what are you saying? Yeah. Okay, so honestly, I remember this. The name actually, technically speaking, came up in my head like eight years ago or something when I was sitting on a bus and it just randomly... I have no fucking clue. Some, <laughs> was it, some point, it was a Croydon bus. Yeah. yeah I, was, I just remember I haven't ridden, I don't even like do buses anymore. So like, it must have been a long time in it. That but sounds so bougie. I just, <laughs> <laughs> it's because I live walking distance to a station. Yeah. It's not, I'm not just. Fair enough. Yeah. It's about to say that's really bougie. <laughs> you're, you're I don't do not, buses. Buses are for peasants. No, no, no. no, it's not that. But um, I just remember, I, I, literally, I just remember having a thought, a random thought of what you're saying. Because I used to do events. I used to do music events at the time. Right. Um, I thought oh, that would be a cool name. Never used it. Was never appropriate. And then I wanted to start a spoken word night, and it just it fit. Mm. What you're saying, it's literally like perfect. And it matches Croydon so much. Yeah, it there's like a kind of urban vibe to it, and the slang. Um, yeah. So mm. yeah, that's how it came about. So it's the poetry scene, sort of the let's just say London poetry scene, mm. but. But I would say spoken word poetry scene because mm-hmm. there's a difference, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a very big difference between what is the difference between spoken word performance poetry and the poetry scene? Because from my experiences, I've been to poetry workshops mm. and they're very different to spoken word poetry. Yes. I think the integral uh, difference for me anyway um, is the performance aspect mm. of it because you can perform poetry, but spoken word is a a whole performance when you're thinking about um your the actual writing Mm. like penning it down but also then about the the tempo the rhyme the rhythm um and also your your the whole physicality when you're on the stage like putting the emotion across within your body Mm. and in the way that you you use your voice as well as what's actually the actual content in the piece Mm. yeah 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 agree with that it's and and I would say not just the London scene, sort of like a world. There's a worldwide <clears throat> phenomenon almost yeah. with spoken word poetry. It's become such a popular medium for mm. people to not just express their sort of thoughts and feelings, but for social activism as yes. well. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's an easy art form to access. Um, drama people need to go and study drama to understand drama techniques and that kind of stuff Mm. but we all have a voice we are all able to speak most of us anyway um so it's one that's quite easy to kind of access and learn as you go along rather Mm. than needing any formal training um so i think that's why it's quite a a popular one especially within like social change and stuff because it's a nice way to capture people and just get out what you're trying to say yeah Mm. i also think it's more accessible um for people who have like a working class mm. um because i often think that drama is quite and theater is quite elitist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and and that is like something that people use to be activists and to fight yeah. and to make change but i think sp- spoken word is a lot more accessible think, because it's linked to rap and stuff like I that i think that's interesting i think that's very recent though because i think 
from my perspective, I think poetry and spoken word has always been historically quite um, a white middle class thing. Yeah, true. For example, five years ago, if you went to a poetry night, I would expect to be pretty much mainly around white middle class people. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, and the thing is that, you know, five years ago as well, like rap is poetry, mm. but it's not really given that status. Mm. Um, and so now there's lots of crossover with people doing kind of spoken word who come from a rap background. So mm. now it's kind of accessible for them. And spoken word is becoming a little bit kind of, I think in the past there's been like a poetry's not cool it's never been cool to right. people apart from people who just really 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 love poetry yeah uh, but now it's kind of become a little bit more mainstream in that sense right um so if a, yeah. so, so so as a medium if it has such an impact i mean well does it have from your in your experience it's been 18 months or, yeah. or mm-hmm. so that you've been running your event um what has the evidence been of um the sort of monthly London performance nights that you put on, um, the impact that that, that that has had on, let's say, social change in any kind of small or big way, whether you can measure it or not. It'd just be really interesting to know that such a powerful medium can actually cause ripple mm. sort of changes. Mm. I think, ge- sorry, generally um, we see a lot of change on the ground in individuals right um and then from their confidence rising and their self-worth rising and and you know them realizing like shit okay i knew i had a voice but people actually want to hear it and i'm good at this yeah it then like enables them to go out and be more 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 change makers Mm -hmm. because they have the confidence to go out and do that yeah i completely agree i think it's we give people a platform and people sometimes have a voice but they're a bit uncertain of that voice right. and just coming to uh, events like ours just any poetry night getting positive feedback realizing that you have lots in common with other people and you all kind of care about the same kind of stuff it just makes people feel like they actually really have a voice and they can do something with it mm. um so i think that's the main kind of because it's, it's from what i've seen as well from attending your event um, from just having sort of like through osmosis mm-hmm. such close proximity with you guys and the kind of the scene is that it's it really builds careers mm-hmm. and and you guys are quite invested in the development of poets who regularly feature um, on your platform and also who come to develop mm-hmm. as open micers like what has been your sort of most important thing that you have imparted to young young or however old poets um, that have been with that you just starting sort of, now. What, yeah. sorry what was the question I missed that last yeah bit. sorry because I'm so long with my description. <laughs> and I have ADD and I just <laughs> tune in and out and try and work out what you Fair said enough, yeah. <laughs> so I was saying that you know over such a sort of 18 month period of time um, you've had so many poets or let's just say um, poets in the making mm-hmm. who have sort of established careers like what has what's what have been the most important things for them um, to actually establish those careers so you know the biggest thing is giving them the platform in the first place and just them realizing that um but we care a lot we do care a lot about artist development um often we have people who send in their page poetry for example so we have a page poetry platform for people um so we exhibit poetry on our poetry nights for people to come and it's all decorated nicely with fairy lights and stuff it's all like a little thing in its own um and some people are just page poets and they want to be page poets and that's you know that's completely their art form but some people use page poetry as a way of starting out almost because they feel like they would never get on 
stage um and so uh, a big thing is us just kind of working with them and sending we send feedback on those poems and just have a dialogue going there oh wow um and then kind of drop in the idea of like have you thought about performing and sometimes it's fuck no and we leave it for yeah, a little bit yeah. and just wait until the right time comes along yeah so it's kind of being attentive and just always really following and watching their development and positive kind of reinforcement mm. um but then also things like um because people always shy away from people might say oh i write poetry but they won't call themselves a poet or an artist right. um and so things like uh having an artist bio is really important to be a professional artist mm. in any art form you need an artist bio that and a you good can one send, yeah, you yeah. Need a good one to be able to send to people and say this is who i am in a nutshell in two paragraphs this is who i am this is what i do book me mm. um and actually even though all of our poets are writers mm. it's a really difficult thing to oh, write totally. artist bios yeah it's really hard to kind of step outside of yourself and reflect on it and um, when we're not taught to talk ourselves up so exactly yeah so that's something a big part of what we offer um is just kind of we have a set of questions and get them to kind of talk about what's important to them and you know just all around what their poetry is about mm. uh, and we write professional bios for them which mm. just means that they can then send that out to other uh, event organizers um we do uh, each of our feature artists uh, will get a professional video um made of them so again it just means that then when they are trying to get other gigs and stuff they can send that as a link as an idea of like this is the kind of work i do nice to a professional standard yeah um and then we do things like just we've got a professional photographer on the night again just getting some good like photo shots of them yeah um which again they can circulate it's all about kind of creating that package mm. um so it's not just about and then we do um workshops uh, and things like that so we actually work on like content and we do like technical uh writing tasks and we do um kind of more free writing and about content and about really tapping into something that's quite deep or emotional mm. or, um so it's kind of just yeah it's a whole it's a really well-rounded kind of development developmental kind of attention that you give Mm. you give to them go Uh, on daisy sorry sorry, yeah um just about the the open micers um that come who are really kind of tentative Mm -hmm. um in the beginning as well who are keen to progress with Mm -hmm. with their performances and stuff like we have really good chats with them about and one of the first things we say uh to um, poets in the making as you said mm. um, is to learn their pieces because mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's really easy to hide behind a piece of paper or your phone exactly I'm mm-hmm. holding my phone up <laughs> <laughs> which and there's no shame in no, not going to a poetry no, night and enough. reading off of it but yeah. it's just that especially you know, sometimes if it's new someone work. will start you know they've just written a poem they want to read that but it's about encouraging them next time to come back and do that same poem mm. having learned it having you know slowed down in certain places and you know just thinking a bit more about the performance mm. element getting that sorry I hijacked your point no, no, I think ab- that's what you're saying though absolutely you detailed it brilliantly yeah, um and also you know with our feature artists that you know we pitch up some feature artists sometimes come and they read work off their phone you know mm-hmm. and that's not something that's not done in the yeah. industry I mean, if, if, if a, an artist you know has come and killed like three like poems mm. like when performed them fully and then at the end you mean kill in a positive way yeah <laughs> <laughs> completely disclaimer um <laughs> and they kind of bring their phone out for the last one who's been like i've just been working on this new work i just want to see what you guys think and mm. kind of get like a feel for the new work in the room like you know that's what professional poets do as well so that yeah. is where you start with a piece yeah mm-hmm. but it's almost like I guess what you what you end up observing and then trying to 
trying to share in terms of tips mm. with poets is almost do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, that will fly. It's okay because, you know, you've already done three memorised poems and that last one it's okay you know your audience is already invested in you your audience believes you and everything else but I suppose just to kind of rock up at every gig just by reading like stuff off your phone it can seem a little bit lazy Mm. yeah and that's the thing and it's it's not always a laziness sometimes it might be um Mm. but like that's something that we want to we'll be doing shortly hopefully with yourself um it's just kind of creating a do's and don'ts uh in this industry because realistically we want to be able to pay artists really well and have a really like kind of an industry that actually has money in it mm. um and the only way we can do that is we have to think about quality control so an event open mic mm. i mean it always goes positively anyway mm. um but you have less control over what happens there but with features for example you have a certain standard that you would expect from features Hundreds. so i would expect if i book a feature artist for them to not come and read off their phone for their whole set because yeah that can be boring for audience members. And at the end of the day, if the audience members aren't, because it, it's, it's almost like a barrier, isn't it? It doesn't let people in as much. No. And so if, if that's kind of ultimately not ruining, but making the experience less enjoyable for the mm. audience members, they're the ones that are paying to come to this gig. They oh, are yeah. the ones that are effectively paying these artists mm. because that's where people, you know, organisers get the money from to pay their artists. So it's about having a real kind of, look at this the industry and looking at quality control in terms of not even just from artist perspective but have you got lots of cool things going on in the event space during the breaks for example so we make sure we have the what you're reading wall and what you're writing wall so there's a chance for people to engage those kinds of things are things that will make the night memorable mm. for audience members to come they want to come back and again they're going to put money into the industry that way so, it's so much thought that goes into your curated events mm. so much thought um so as curators that's really helpful to know a bit more about how the scene's developing i wonder as a poet let's say um what's your experience for instance daisy been um, for the last how many years have you been writing and performing um i think like professionally and like developmentally like probably about a year and a half same as what you're saying because I think that platform kind of gave me a space to be like well shit I'm gonna have to do it now (laughs) Um, (laughs) you're in it yeah exactly exactly. um so my experience as a poet in regards to what in the scene okay um what's your kind of like um sense been of how the scene's developing as a poet because you guys have given a really good sort of like summary as event curators um so as a poet i feel um like when i first started going around to events um there was like a real support in the room um but i feel like as i've kind of gone around more like more recently Mm. there's a lot more like kind of a holistic vibe i don't know like it's people are a lot more supportive in some spaces and a lot more like you know they have your back and like it's less about um you know you like other people go in and doing their poem and then fucking off you know like they want to stick around and and support you and, and find new work i think as a poet like when i go to open mic nights and stuff like that i find that a lot of the people that are there are mm. also poets. Mm. So it's a really lovely community to be a part of and mm. like relationships to build and stuff. But I think with talking about this industry stuff as a poet, it would be really nice to be able to go to spoken word events and feel like there was an audience mm. and a potential fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, because of course, um, you know, fellow poets can be fans, but we all have our own 
gigs to get you yeah, know yeah, yeah. by the merch um, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. You buy know? tickets yeah um, so there are a lot of ways that you can support poets but I think and we can support each other but actually you know do, building these do's and don'ts and this kind of like across the board um kind of uh, do's and don'ts for the whole scene not yeah. just what you're saying you mm-hmm. know not just a couple of events but the whole London scene yeah. to be able to build this industry for our up-and-coming poets to feel like okay shit like this is like like music is or comedy mm-hmm. is for example yeah. like yeah. there are people out here that know what the, know what the the medium is and want to invest money in it because they enjoy it and they love it you know mm-hmm. um so it'd be great to get those people to the events like for the live experience of poetry because mm-hmm. like theater you stream it and you don't get mm-hmm. you know the same kind of impact yeah um and we need to make it like um like a night out you know mm-hmm. like people go and you know people see your videos online and they get gassed up about like your talent and stuff and it's like a special occasion to go and see you live yeah Absolutely, I think that that's like that's something definitely that we're really trying. We're really trying to focus on our audience members. But what I was going to say is really like it's. I think it's interesting. What's I think when we stepped onto the poetry scene when we brought what you're saying out, the the London poetry scene was kind of just starting to. There was all, there's always been a London poetry scene, mm. and I'm not oblivious to that. But there is a different kind of poetry scene now that is yeah. kind of more mainstream, and it's kind of more spoken wordy. Um, and I've we kind of watched that start quite small and all of a sudden there was you, any day of the week you can find a poetry night in yeah. London because there's so many new ones that have started out and so many kind of people who weren't doing poetry before all of a sudden found themselves in that space mm. and, and becoming poets um, and what's been interesting is we've kind of seen those artists progress and like it's really difficult in any scenario like there's always going to be ego there's always going to be um, kind of some shallowness and doing it for the wrong reasons and mm. then there's going to be people who really care about the art film and who are very much artists to the core mm. um and i think that's that's been something that's quite interesting to watch um and watch that grow and that's naturally going to happen with anyone like artists most artists you get a bit of recognition and this is not a criticism like this is a like this is reality that's going to happen to everyone mm. but like they can be a stage where someone gets a bit ahead of themselves for example and then actually we're seeing some of those artists now kind of go backwards and starting to really like humble themselves right. and realize you know and really step into it just being yeah. about the art have a j cole so moment. it's been yeah so it's been really interesting to kind of watch that mm. um and be a part of that that um, was actually going to be my last question was that like you know we've come from the music scene as well and we know how how that has really big egos in mm-hmm. it and and it almost encourages ego mm-hmm. it encourages more competition yeah um but like you say you know um we're, we're, we're only human um and also you're gonna feel a certain kind of way about your art mm. Mm. so i wonder how that I, I was actually gonna ask you how do you see that and you've already answered it but with any art form especially one that's getting more and more popular you're gonna get more egos. Mm. And then I wonder what the trends will be um, since, yes, there's been a poetry scene for quite some time, but within this more sort of performance type mm. of poetry, mm. you're bound to get more egos. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is you can walk into anything. You can walk into a boardroom for a Croydon Council meeting. You're gonna find bare ego in that room. Like, mm. so you kind of can't, there's ego absolutely everywhere yeah. in any role that anyone does. Um, what was your question again? Sorry, what is he? So I, I think what directly. you're saying is you can't avoid it. Even though yeah, it's a you can't you, you can't, can't avoid, avoid it. it. But what you can do is kind of 
create spaces that are actively challenging that ego and saying let's leave the ego at the door and let's like keep it about the mm. art form let's keep it supportive mm. like there's that saying like when you get to where you want to be like turn around and help the next one in line like that's kind of our ethos that's kind of what we want to push mm. and actually like I have to say like of all the scenes you can be on the poetry scene is fucking lovely like mm. it, there is so much support like every single artist that we have had feature for us or come and do an open mic performance for us like the kind of um the gratitude that you get from them yeah. and the like just the genuine like relationships that they do form with each other yeah they do want to help each other yeah and it's it's really nice to be a part of a scene that kind of really cares mm. yeah. about you know other artists yeah and yeah with genuine community yeah yeah yeah, I was going to say it's probably the only kind of night that I've ever felt comfortable going to alone. Yeah. Just sort of rocking up Thank you. alone to. Yeah, yeah, 100. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're just speeding through these conversations. <laughs> it's, it's so lovely having you guys here. Uh, we've said this before, um, how we always have these really dope conversations and I'm always like can I turn the mic on <laughs> and, and, and I'm always like no who's <laughs> like the fuck Serena can't you just let something just be a conversation without thinking about content um, but I managed to get you here I'm just quite happy about that yeah. but and no, I'm really excited to support you guys in any which way that I can and also just I just wanted to tell listeners if you are in London hail 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 if you're not in london <laughs> and you're out of london just make the trip make the trip it's mm. a second tuesday of every month right yes. mm-hmm. it's a second tuesday of every month um and it's um, again rock up alone and you leave with friends yes you will yeah thanks again for listening to the life recovery podcast with me serena hussein and my wonderful guests Humi and daisy from what you're saying <laughs>